0: Dan Kingston here asking you to do me a huge favor. Will you possibly rate the Dan Kingston podcast on Apple podcasts? Each new rating, believe it or not, really does have a major impact on the way Apple's algorithm recommends content with just one quick click. You can help promote citizen journalism and end the stranglehold of the mainstream media together. We're going to do this. Thank you. I really appreciate your support. Caution. Your paradigm is about to shift at the intersection of fact and reason. You're entering Kingston country. I'm Dan Kingston, and you're listening to the Dan Kingston podcast. I just finished watching the State of the Union Address, and it looked very good. Nancy Pelosi, what, did she, like, rip the State of the Union Address in half? And you had a lot of hecklers... A lot to talk about, I guess, but that's what everybody else is talking about. I want to give you coronavirus updates because it looks like a lot of you are coming to this podcast for coronavirus updates. I'm going to keep doing that until this thing's either under control or people begin reporting the truth or at least asking the questions, the tough questions I think need to be asked in this thing because there's a lot of downplaying. There's a lot of, oh, you know, don't worry, the seasonal flu is is worse than coronavirus. Well, right now there's 20,000 confirmed infections. Okay, during the SARS outbreak, there were only 5,327 cases reported. This is according to the World Health Organization. So 20,000 confirmed infections. It was just 13,000 the other day. It seems like it's going up exponentially every day and remember these are just confirmed cases when you're talking about how many people are under a watch perhaps who might later be infected you're talking about hundreds of thousands you know this doesn't become such a crisis unless the numbers are more inflated than what they're talking about okay why would macau which is las vegas of china shut down all their casinos for two weeks if it was just 20,000 cases. So obviously they're concerned there's more. There's more than that. Hyundai is suspending their production lines in South Korea. So even in South Korea, there's a lot of concern that this thing could spread like a wildfire. Why else would you close your car factories? I mean, that's a dramatic move. Princess Cruises is holding a ship for 24 hours while Japanese health authorities assess 3,700 passengers on board because one passenger was infected with coronavirus. This is kind of similar to the situation in Spain, which turned out to be a bunch of nonsense. There was no coronavirus, it was a scare, and they were all allowed to disembark the next day. This is different because There was a confirmed case of coronavirus on this cruise ship, this princess cruise ship that's now being held in Japan. And they got to figure out what to do with these 3,700 passengers. It's not easy to screen 3,700 people. That's part of the reason why you have these confirmed coronavirus cases at 20,000. Everybody knows it's likely much higher. It's hard. You got to get the screening kit. It can take days. Apparently, sometimes you have to test multiple times just to get one accurate reading. So what's happening here in the United States of America, right? America first, well, the CDC officials have confirmed there are at least 11 cases today. And they're spread across a number of different states some of the symptoms have been severe and have required oxygen, while others have just varied uh, and been mild. This is according to Dr. Nancy Massonier, director of the National Center for Immunization and Respiratory Diseases. So not a big concern. Only 11 cases confirmed in the U.S. Although, you know, people are wearing gloves. People are wearing masks. I asked my grocery store clerk attendant. She was wearing gloves, and I kind of joked. I was like, I heard there's a flu going around. And she like looked at me, and she said, you think? So she's wearing gloves, not because the seasonal flu. I think she's wearing gloves because of coronavirus. We didn't say that, but she said, hey, if anybody's coughing around here, I'm out the door. So she's on alert over here in California. Are people on alert where you are, wherever that might be? I have a lot of listeners all over the world, and there's a lot of concern right now. Some countries are giving this more press than others. Over here in America, it's very little press coverage. And when you do get press coverage, people are saying that you need to protect yourself from the seasonal flu and not worry about the fear-mongering from the coronavirus. That's what you're hearing, and it's permeating the culture so that you hear people that you'd normally think okay they're gonna they're gonna be on top of this and and let me know what's happening." they're saying, "Yeah, I'm not so worried I'm not so worried about it. Well, I am concerned. I think you should be concerned too because if you wait until it's too late, well, then you got sold out masks, you are not able to prep the way you'd like to prep, and I'm not saying go out there and be a doomsday prepper, but I am saying." Stay focused. Watch what's happening, because there's a reason why it's not being reported. This is Kingston Country. Officials are also saying that we're going to send in more flights. We're going to evacuate more Americans from Wuhan. And the procedure is, upon arrival, that these passengers, if they're arriving from the Wuhan region, are to be quarantined for 14 days. And you see that happening at military bases There's a a number of Americans, over 100, I think it's around 200 Americans that are quarantined on military bases, and they're preparing for more because they're preparing for more flights. So this is a fear tactic. You do see, oh, big quarantine happening in America. No, it's just for people arriving from Wuhan. Now, if you're an American citizen arriving from a different part of China, you will still, if you have a temperature, you will be quarantined if you don't. I guess. Right now, they're saying you're going to have to self-monitor and follow up with the local, your local doctor or medical uh, support. And that makes sense to me. I don't want to see us quarantining uh, people when it's not necessary. It's a huge deal if you're just quarantined for two weeks and you weren't planning on that. I mean, can you imagine what that would do to your family commitments, to your work commitments, So if someone's sick, yeah, quarantine them. But uh, if you don't need to quarantine, I do not think this is a end of the world uh, apocalypse scenario. I do think it could be like that for China, although still unlikely. What's more likely is it's just going to be a really big hit for them. Really big hit. I think the worst scenario that I can imagine is you have mass starvation in China. Now, they have 50 million people that are shut off, uh, not just Wuhan, other cities. And how do you get supplies in in there? Already, it's hard feeding 1.4 billion, which is the population of China. And now you're having this crisis and you're having an isolated group of 50 million. So what happens if they start to starve? Already reports they're running out of food and prices are going up this is not going to end anytime soon big concern for china right now if you're likely to hear talk about the coronavirus at all here over here it's going to be in the mainstream media they're going to talk about how just get a, a seasonal flu shot don't worry about the coronavirus you have nothing to be worried about and you know it's just it's like a flu who cares well Do healthy 39-year-olds die from the seasonal flu? Because that's what's happening in China right now from the coronavirus. You just had a 39-year-old die in Hong Kong reported today. That's not typical for the seasonal flu. I understand the seasonal flu kills a lot of people and that complications do arise where healthy individuals can die from the seasonal flu. But you're talking about an insane infection number in order to give you that amount of death. And the fear is we don't need another seasonal flu. Only this one's year round and way more deadly than the, than the regular flu. Now, is it way more deadly or just slightly more deadly? Well, I don't want to wait around to find out. Do you? So maybe if they didn't downplay the threat that the coronavirus could face, We would be more prepared in dealing with it if it does become a real emergency. This isn't rocket science. It seems to me like it's common sense. And that's what I'm trying to do here. Now, a lot of experts are really concerned. Potential for coronavirus to spread without symptoms. If you're just walking around, you could get it from somebody who doesn't even look contagious. And this is coming from a study out of Germany. It's also coming out of anecdotal information from china this is really scary because experts i guess say that if it can indeed spread when people are asymptomatic then it would be nearly impossible to contain the coronavirus the wuhan coronavirus now the new york times is reporting that china's struggling to keep food available and prices affordable we talked about that a little bit so what happens when they run out of food will the international community be prepared to step up and what does this say about the world's number two economy supposedly that they're in fact one crisis away from mass starvation if that's indeed the case Right now, you have reports out of China of uh, individuals from Wuhan being turned away from hotels uh, when they see that they're from Wuhan and they show the ID card. There's reports that villagers are fearful of those coming uh, from Wuhan and that people from Wuhan's identities have been leaked online. After registering with authorities, essentially, if you're from Wuhan and you made it out, you're blacklisted in China. And they're putting notes on people's dwellings. Hey, this person is from Wuhan or this person's infected. was infected. And to report and to call a number if this person leaves their house. I mean, they're really encouraging people to turn on each other and report on each other. And it's apparently looking like the Chinese officials are cracking down on sick people as opposed to taking care of sick people. I don't know if you can expect anything else from a communist, fascist, Nazi 2.0 country, that is China, that the Democrats for years have been telling us we should be more like China. Well, shame on them. And shame on the mainstream media for not waking up to the fact that China is an evil government that treats their people like dirt. We have to do more to support liberty in China. And if we can't do that, at least to stand up for the people of Hong Kong and for the Uyghur people that are being held in concentration camps, we owe it to the humanity and the international community to do this. Images... Um, are showing up of people blocking roads and apartment buildings are being barricaded and it is looking like world war z in china right now so why is this being downplayed so much is it because of the financial stake that mainstream media corporations have they don't want to piss off china i don't know Well, I want to wrap up because what can you do to prepare? Well, I've recommended getting a mask. Well, it turns out now, unfortunately, the mask will do little to protect you, according to experts. It's really just effective in slowing the spread of the disease when it's worn by sick people. So there is a global shortage of these masks now. But if you can't get one, I guess there's really no reason to fret You know, don't worry. Just get a flu shot. You'll be fine. Kingston Country. You've been listening to the Dan Kingston Podcast. Dan Kingston here. Are you fed up with the mainstream media? Do you want to support citizen journalism? The Dan Kingston podcast is dedicated to asking questions and exploring topics the mainstream media won't touch. If you enjoy this content, would you help me give you even more for less than $1 a month? Yeah, less than $1 a month. You can help me do just that. And it's as easy as as using Apple Pay or any credit card. And by the way, I'll be thanking sponsor names, your name, at the beginning of each podcast episode. So would you consider signing up for less than $1 a month? Find the link to become a sponsor in the description of this podcast episode or visit anchor.fm slash Dan Kingston. Thank you in advance for supporting citizen journalism and helping me provide you with even more content. I really appreciate it.